0: Welcome to Hot and Healthy. Where the hot girls are healthy and the healthy girls are hot. I'm Mariah. I'm Samantha. And today we're coming at you with summer advice.
1: Oh, heck yeah. We always do that. We always put it to We love season. a pun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It just fits. Yeah, this will be good. This yeah. is
0: literally not seasonal. Honestly, I don't think any of the questions <laughs> are seasonal, but it's happening in summer. So I'm writing in the title, summer advice. Exactly.
1: I mean, people <laughs> loved our fall advice and it really wasn't fall. I don't don't I know, I know. It literally wasn't at all. Whoops. So you guys have to look forward to that as well. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. And then we're actually not going to do our eras this week. We're going to get right into the advice session because I feel like we're going to just end up talking about catching up and stuff like that. But
0: yeah, we ramble so much when we give advice that it's going to end up being probably super long, and we'll end up catching up, and we'll by the next time we record, I feel like we'll just have so many updates because it'll be like almost a month without an update from us. So we'll just do a girly chit chat, everyone's favorite, yep. life updates, all that stuff, you know, gearing up for the new season.
1: So that'll be fall the advice you need. Just kidding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and again, if you guys ever want to participate in these advice sessions, please send over any of the questions, either under Spotify, there's an option too. And then you can also go over to our Instagram and send over questions and advice stuff that you need. And we also do a story question box. So just keep up on our Instagram, basically.
0: <laughs> yes. Hit us up there so we can answer your questions. Because we know everything. So. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but should we just get right it? Let's get into it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. First one, I'll ask you because this is going to be your main – you're going to be the main answer here. But what are some common skincare mistakes and how can you avoid them?
1: Okay. So – my first one that I think is has changed the overall texture of my skin and even helped with my rosacea because I struggled with that a lot in high school was showering and literally putting scalding hot water on my face and either not even – I don't even think I washed my face back then to be honest, but even just like putting my face under the shower water, it would just naturally make my skin so much more sensitive than it is now So, I think that's one of my biggest um, differences that I see with not doing that anymore. I honestly don't even wash my face in the shower anymore just to avoid that.
0: I feel the same with that. Like, I have always, I do it in the shower sometimes, but I will learn it literally turn it like all the way cold if I'm putting my face under. Mm -hmm. Like, otherwise, my face is not going under the water. If it is, it's going all the way cold because, yeah, the hot water is so bad for your face. I'm trying to think. I think my biggest skincare mistake that I would caution other people is like not wearing sunscreen every day of my life. I didn't start doing that until a couple years ago. Same. And like, obviously the younger you start doing it, the better. Like, even if you're just inside all day, you're still getting harmful UV rays, which are going to cause anti-aging. So I think that's like the number one. If you're going to do literally anything, get a good face sunscreen and wear it every single day or else nothing else matters really.
1: Yeah. I was actually going to mention like, all you need is a face wash a moisturizer. And sometimes you can get a moisturizer that has, is it SPF? So there's right. two products right there. But if you want to get a face wash, a moisturizer and a separate SPF, that's all you need. And that will make all the yeah. difference.
0: Exactly. Totally. Like mm-hmm. honestly, yes, it's cool to have a full on skincare routine, but like keep it simple, like do the basics that Mariah just listed and you'll be in a good spot. And then once you get comfortable with that, then you can start doing your own research, seeing what works for your skin and go from there.
1: Yes. Yes. Another thing that also has to do with coming out of the shower or even just like whenever you wash your face is don't rub your face dry with a towel.
0: And don't use a dirty towel. Get the fucking face towels. So
1: I've been really debating on pulling the trigger on those, but I'm really good at making sure I use a clean towel. So I'm like, do I really need it?
0: I, I recently did it too, like a month ago, and it feels like more luxurious for some reason. I, mean, like, it looks I don't know sick. why. Yeah, it's really fun. I just want to make a video of me just like whipping it out
1: like everybody yeah, right? else does.
0: <laughs> yes, no, it's so fun. I love using the face towel. We're talking about the disposable face towels. You can find them all over Amazon, but that's what we're referring to.
1: It's supposed to help with bacteria that you're putting on your face. But initially, what I was saying is that you want to dab dry rather than mm-hmm. rub because that can also irritate your skin, make it more red. It's just harmful to your skin. It can pull on your skin in the sense that you're, you don't want to be tugging on your skin in any way. You want to be very gentle. Yeah. I was just going
0: to say like, even if you're not drying it, like if it's any part of your skincare routine, literally be like patting it gently, like slow circles. Like do not be like ripping eye cream under your eye or like rubbing your moisture. Like never be pulling at your face skin. That shit is so delicate. And anytime you're pulling it, you are like creating room for it to wrinkle. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yes. And
1: for it to literally, as you age, your body is going to go with gravity. So the exactly. more you stretch out your skin, the more it's going to just drag down with time. So gentle. Yes.
0: Literally, like, pretend your face is, like
1: fre- like, breakable. Like, do not pull the skin. Like, it will snap. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, and then one last one. I used to use claricel wipes. I don't know if you know what those are. Oh, my God. Yeah, literal round wipes that just had all these chemicals in them. Oh, my, oh my God. God. That
0: is the most triggering thing I've ever heard. I know exactly what they were. Yeah, they are scary. Oh, I've
1: I went through like – I went through so many bottles of those and I would only use them because I would come from – I think that was my form of cleaning my face. I think I felt – It totally was. I mean, yeah, I would
0: use them after like a sports event. Like I'd be like, oh, I'm sweaty. I need to clean my face. Exactly.
1: And it did the job, but oh my God. (laughs) Now that I think about it, it's terrifying. It's actually
0: terrifying. Yeah. No, totally. That actually reminds me of another skincare mistake. Pretty similar, but like don't use makeup. Well, one, don't sleep in your makeup. That's mm. a known. Two, don't use makeup wipes. That counts as tugging at your skin and those have shit in them. Like use some micellar water, use an oil cleanser, like use something that's going to melt off your makeup without forcing you to pull at your skin and rub off all your eyelashes.
1: Yeah. My favorites are a uh, balm. Because it just melts mm-hmm. off everything. But recently, I literally just got it in the mail. I got a cleansing oil, which I'm so excited for because it's supposed to help with like getting all all of the pollution on your face properly. Yeah, that's awesome. And the SPS properly because most of the time when you have an SPF, you need a oil based cleanser rather than a mm-hmm. water based. So, oil cleanser and then just like a water based cleanser. Those are my yeah. top three. There's also my seller, which I don't really use. Yeah. but but um, yeah. Yeah, I only use the
0: micellar if I have like a lot of makeup on, but usually just the oil cleanser and a water cleanser is good. But yeah, so I guess we have a lot of skincare mistakes. Make,
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Might
0: think of more and have to come back to it. No, I mean- Did you think of another one? I mean, sleeping in your makeup is really, Horrid. really bad. Rancid. Mm-hmm. Rancid. If you're going to take two things away, take away no sleeping in makeup and- Sunscreen.
1: Yeah, seriously. And those things are like the easiest things to change too, because all Such you have a to do change. is just clean your face before. You don't even have to put moisturizer, just clean it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. one hundred. Oh, I thought of another one. Fuck. Yes. Don't wear, do not wear makeup every day. There is no reason to put makeup on your skin every day. Let your skin breathe sometimes. Like your skin is going to, like people like put on makeup to hide their skin sometimes, but it's like your skin's going to actually like like you better if you don't clog it every day with makeup. Uh-huh.
1: Wait, that also like- me remind <laughs> me think of one too. <laughs> a lot of people, when they get into skincare or try out new products, they automatically think if they break out within a day of using that product, it's because of that. If you're putting a product on, it takes a while for your Skin in your skin barrier to adjust. So it takes time for your skin to actually feed the benefits of what you're putting onto your skin. So most of the time, if you are seeing that breakout, it's because your skin's going through a purge period. Also, you don't need to be changing up your products all the time. 100%. Stick to a routine and maybe implement a new product, one new product, not like five different other ones. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. Love it. Preach. All right. Ooh. Hair care mistakes. Do you have any?
0: Oh, yeah. I think a a really big one is washing your hair every day. I am in shock when people still tell me that they wash their hair every day. Like, I genuinely just can't even fathom putting in that much energy. Mm -hmm. So that is, like, probably my top one is fucking... Washing your hair every day and putting heat on your hair every day are two things I just am so strongly against.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was uh, always washing my hair after soccer practice. I have going to my bed. Going to bed with my hair wet. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. learned the hard way because I noticed a lot of breakage from my pillows. And that's part of the reason why I got a silk pillowcase and I'm also wanting to get one of those like silk bonnets because if you think about like all the rugged shit if you're not washing your hair every single day like we said all the rugged shit that gets in your hair and you're wiping that all over your pillowcase
0: yep oh no it's so true no I'm such a fan of the bonnet I've been feeling the same silk pillowcase non-negotiable for face and for hair honestly mm-hmm. um and I actually recently got a back sleeping pillow and I also sleep with my hair in like a really loose top knot with no hair tie literally just like wrap it around itself and it stays dry. there, like super loose dry mm-hmm. yes emphasis on the dry so I keep it up and out of my face but like think about it, the bottom is still rubbing my pillow which is gross but anyways I have been forcing myself this should have been in an update that we didn't have <laughs> I've been forcing myself to sleep only on my back because my shoulder and neck were hurting so bad I've been going to the chiropractor for like a year. And it's great when I'm there in a couple days after, but then like it starts again and I'm like, fuck. And I can just tell every time that it's from the way I sleep because I'm like, like so crunched up. Like it's, I wake up in pain, but I'm like, that was a good fucking sleep. And I found a really good back pillow and I've been having the best fucking sleep of my life. Cause I'm like, there's no way I'm going to sleep on my back comfortably. Cause I'm such a twisted thing when I sleep. And now I'm just sleeping. Like I'm in a fucking coffin, which is kind of creepy, but it is so comfortable and it's helping my hair and face so much. Like, I swear my face has, like, no texture. This has only been a week. My face looks really good. My hair, I'm waking up with, like, fucking salon hair. Like, it's unreal. I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, I honestly am convinced that one side of my face isn't symmetrical anymore because I used to sleep S- on it. No. One, that, yeah, that was,
0: like, half the reason I did. I'm like, you know what? My shoulder really needs it, but, like, I'm going to get a lot of benefits out of this, so I got to force myself
1: yeah. to do it. <laughs> it really comes down to your pillow placement because I have – so – I'm like a big fiend for my pillow placement when I'm sleeping because it just determines your sleep.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot you have like a pillow cave on your bed. Yeah. like
1: it's So I have like a long-ass penis pillow and then I have a flat pillow that's still soft but a little bit more firm. And then I have a squishy pillow. And that squishy pillow goes on top of the firm pillow and it just like wraps around my head.
0: That's pretty much like what my new pillow is. Yeah. So you kind of just lay on your back anyways because it like holds mm-hmm. you into it. That's perfect. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But – it has to be on my sides, like perfect yeah. in, for me yep. to do that. Yeah, that's that's a big thing. I mean, it also yeah. has like all benefits for sleeping on your back. This is so not hair mistakes, but like
0: no, but it it helps the hair. It helps yeah, the hair not get pulled and broken. Um, exactly. I just thought of a really good hair one. Like this is something that I think is really funny. People will literally brag and be like, "I haven't had my hair cut in like two years. I don't oh. need to trim my hair. Like I don't have split ends." First of all, yes, you do. Second of all, it's like I don't care if your hair is like super healthy. Get it fucking cut, anyways. It's going to be even healthier. Yeah,
1: there are a lot of people even to this day that I'm like, oh my god, I see literally your split ends from a mile away. You need exactly. To top it I'm like, off. that's
0: not really a flex. Like, that's yeah. not a flex. <laughs>
1: well, no, getting. I'm a 12 week now. I used to be eight weeks, mm-hmm. but now I'm a 12 week girl, and mm-hmm. it just it helps with overall growth and also the benefit of your hair um, quality. So. Exactly. I thought of another one. Sorry. Go for
0: it. (laughs) Not using heat protector, like use a fucking heat protectant. Like I don't care if you're not putting heat on your hair that day. Like Mm -hmm. if you're not washing your hair every day, you're probably going to end up putting heat on it at some point in that week. You're going to also reapply the heat protector at that point anyways. But like just wear the heat protector. It helps with literally outside heat. Like it just helps in so many ways, like anti-frizz. Like there's so many benefits. And like, especially if you're going to be using a hot tool or a fucking blow dryer, please put on heat protector like it does so much and people really underestimate it i feel like
1: yeah and honestly investing in a tool that maybe you're investing in those silk round things that go on top of your head and you wrap oh your yeah hair like, the heatless curl yeah uh-huh. heatless curls or even like the dyson i know it's definitely an investment or a leg like and maybe arm. the shark yeah maybe the shark but those tools are really known to like be a little bit more gentle on your hair and mm. less damaging so in either way if you're putting heat on your hair then you're putting heat protectant on before yeah exactly and i have that also made me think of one but i forgot now (laughs) um (laughs) rough brushing and then you want to brush from your ends to your roots Yes, good job. Gentle. Gentle. (laughs) I
0: literally cringe when I see people just like take (sighs) a fucking brush to their wet hair at their root and then just go, I'm like, oh my God, I can't watch that. I'm literally like,
1: it also hurts like why do we gotta do that like
0: I don't know ugh, gosh it's it I don't understand I don't understand it looked
1: painful and then all like also it helps for me once I started using good products or even good shampoo or conditioner my hair was a lot easier to brush through um mm-hmm. it should help with your ends and then once you get your ends brushed out your roots should be all the easier. yep yeah, yep yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else oh,
0: what'd you think of- this
1: is so niche to me though not going to a good hairstylist (laughs) because I have gone through it like not intentionally or intentionally in the sense where I was trying to be a little bit cheaper or I was like let me go to a hair school and give this girl like a chance and that fucked it up hardcore I had to chop off my hair But basically just finding the time to really look around for a good hairstylist or even just like a good hair salon because it's all worth it, trust me. Mm -hmm. And even the products that you'll see in the differences of salons, like if you go to a good salon, they're going to be using good products and they're going to be treating Mm -hmm. your hair Mm -hmm. properly. Um, And not to mention they will be doing probably what you want with your hair rather than not. (laughs) (laughs)
0: exactly two things that I really use to vet a hairdresser are one how booked out are they of course I don't want to be waiting two months but it's kind of a red flag if they have like a lot of availability Mm -hmm. immediately because that means people aren't using them um next go to their Instagram for the love of God, go to the tagged photos because they're going to filter the ones on their page to make it look, especially if you're a blonde, they're going to put a certain hue on it to make it look ashy and bright and white. Go to the tags, make sure that you're seeing the actual color of it. Like people are going to catfish the hair, like hairdressers will catfish 100%. their final products. So just be careful and do your fucking research. Like Instagram, TikTok, look up them on TikTok if you can. Like if someone had a bad experience, they're going to call someone out on TikTok. Like you'll know if someone. Yeah. Dying. I
1: also thought of another one, box dyeing. <laughs> oh God. So bad. You just need to get those off of the counters because they are just terrible need. for your hair. I can't believe they still exist. Yeah. If you're still box dyeing your hair, and it's just more of a benefit because you can't afford a hairstylist. But mm-hmm. if you can afford going to a hair salon, toss that shit out because it just coats your hair. Honestly,
0: though, yeah. Honestly, if you can't afford a hairdresser, then don't color your hair because box dyeing will literally yes. ruin your hair. Like it will. It will simply just ruin it. In in two years, you're gonna be like, why is my hair breaking out, breaking off and falling out? because you box dyed your hair, you bleached your hair at home. You did something that is supposed to be done in a professional setting. That's why people have to go to school for like a year to two years to do this properly. And you just went to Walmart and got a fucking $5.99 kit and you killed your hair without even realizing because it didn't happen immediately. Or maybe it did. You might have fried it off in the moment, but it has a lasting effect. So honestly, like, I just caution you to just have your natural hair if you simply can't afford a hairdresser because- it like learn from our mistakes. Like, I fucking was using Sunnin and shit. Like, actually, Sunnin kind of worked. Like, it didn't work. It made me have like orange hair, but it kept my hair healthy, which was concerning. I don't really know what was going on there.
1: No, I saw Kylie Ross using Sunnin. Oh, yeah, I
0: was like, I, hey. I know. I'm like, it's 2023. 20, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I was using Sunnin in like 2011. Yeah, I know. I'm like, why did she do that to her hair? But oh, fuck, I thought of another one. Oh here's one. If you're not slicking back your hair and taking advantage of this era that everyone's in of slicked back hair, you are missing out because mm-hmm. let me just say, you can go longer without washing your hair. You can go longer without putting heat on your hair. Like, Slicking back your hair is going to buy you two days of no heat and no wash. And like, it like is like an amazing. effortless clean girl. Yeah. And you look fucking awesome. And when it's hot out and you don't want to waste time doing your hair. Okay. Um, what are your current supplement routines and why do you think they are necessary?
1: Um, so recently I've hopped onto the supplement game. I think getting off hormonal birth control just kind of egged that on for me because I wanted to make sure I was putting in, well, actually it was like a month or two months before getting off hormonal birth control, but I just wanted to make sure that I was supplementing myself with vitamins or nutrients that I was depleted on if that means that birth control was depleting me of something or not but i have the woman's multivitamin which is from ritual which i've actually been loving i think it's like only 30 dollars which isn't bad but it's it's definitely only for like 30 days so you have to like do it every month mm-hmm. seed is so worth it it's kind of a pretty penny but honestly any probiotic is going to be expensive but the best part about seed is that it's a probiotic and a prebiotic in one And then I recently just started taking magnesium, and it just overall helps with sleep recovery and all of that, which we're all naturally depleted of magnesium, so it just helps with that. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also taking this hormone balance. I honestly could not tell you the benefits of it other than just hopefully it helping me balance out my hormones, which I could not tell you the science behind that, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Love that. Um, yeah, mine's kind of like I
0: need to definitely change it or supplement it. I should say. Um, basically, I've been taking Athletic Greens now for like two or three months, which I love, and there's like so much shit in there. So I kind of stopped taking a lot of my other supplements because I was like, you know what? I don't want to over. If you do too much, then you actually like are intoxicating your kidneys and your liver. So it's like, you got to play it safe. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to take that and like my regular pills, but now that I'm running out of that and I'm poor because I don't have a job, I'm like, okay, let me start my other supplements again. (laughs) So pretty much like my probiotic, prebiotic, postbiotic, I was using, um, the ritual one, which is symbiotic. And then, um, I take vitamin D, vitamin B12 complex because I have like anemia and then, um, Zinc just because it's really good for you and it helps with anti-aging. And then I'm forgetting. I've heard mixed feelings
1: about zinc. Like I've heard that like you shouldn't be supplementing it like for each month. Like you should be taking breaks because you can really, really easily over-supplement with zinc. I was literally
0: just gonna say I just started zinc again. Well, I was on athletic green, so I kind of just started everything again. But yes, the zinc I've had forever because you are supposed to go on and off of it. Like Mm -hmm. you kind of wanna like taper on, taper off. You don't want to take it consistently the whole time. So yeah, I take it for like a month at a time and then I'll take a break and then go back on it after like a month or two. Um, Also with zinc, if you take it on an empty stomach, you will throw up. Like I haven't thrown up since college from like being drunk and randomly like a couple months ago, I was on the way to an appointment and I threw up because I took zinc on an empty stomach and I like full on threw up sober in the middle of a Tuesday on the highway. You
1: weren't pregnant? Because I took zinc. (laughs) No, (laughs) no.
0: Where's my baby? No, I was not. Isn't that crazy? I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then- I found out, like, zinc makes you incredibly nauseous if you take it on an empty stomach. Yeah. yeah, But, yeah, so once I fully finish my Athletic Greens, I'm going to work in more supplements. I want to do a hormone balance. I'll see what else, like, I kind of need. But, yeah, I just – they are expensive, so So it's just – you got to be smart about it. Yeah.
1: It's definitely an investment, but I would say the two most important ones, if you're a male or a female, like, you should be on a woman or man – men – multivitamin mm-hmm. and then a probiotic in a prebiotic. one hundred percent those are the two always yeah,
0: I agree. I don't know if you meant like vitamins and all that or like if you wanted like to know if we take really any fitness supplements mm-hmm. I truly don't I'm not even on creatine right now. I ran out and didn't rebuy it, and then protein I take like at this point like once or twice a week when I'm feeling low on it i I kind of get so lazy sometimes with supplements and like really burn out from the taste of protein powder and I just ran out of creatine and was too lazy to buy it so i'm i'm truly not really doing much other than my vitamins at the moment
1: <laughs> that's literally me too i mean i stopped <laughs> <laughs> i stopped taking creatine because i stopped working out <laughs> and then i was kind of liking my body when i was not taking it i guess i honestly i went like a whole month without being consistent with working out and i was like shook i was like i'm kind of shocked that i still look not lean, but like not bloated. And I was like, was it the creatine? Mm -hmm. Like, was it giving me that extra bloat that everybody like talks about with the water? And then I thought about getting back on because I still have creatine.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I know. I go so back and forth with it. I truly truly don't know if I've ever noticed enough of a difference from taking it to keep taking it because it's also not necessarily – it's not bad. It's the most researched supplement. But It is still, like, putting something in your body. Like, do I need to put that in my body, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, so I don't know. I just go back and forth. I have nothing against it. I probably will end up taking it again in a month or a couple months, you know, just because it's, like, going on and off of it is fine. But, yeah, I don't know. I I do think also, like, you should probably take breaks and not just be on it consistently for years at a time. Yes.
1: I also think, like, I will start taking it when I'm, like, in my muscle growth era. I mean, I know it helps with, like, recovery and everything, but... If I'm doing recovery on my own, like I really want to get into yoga and low impact workouts on top of my, you know, lifting, I just Mm -hmm. don't, I don't know. I don't feel the need to right now. So I'm just kind of away from it. Yeah. Same here. Yep. Again,
0: nothing against it. Like we might change our mind in a month and both be on it again. Like it's not that we're saying it's bad. Yeah. We've both been on it
1: multiple times. Totally. pre And pre (laughs) (laughs) protein, protein. I have been just shit with my protein intake and I'm not mad about it, but yeah, I just haven't been paying attention. It It gets so
0: exhausting and I'm like, I just get so burnt out from the flavor of protein powder, no matter what I do to mask it. Like I only can like it for so long and then I need a break before I do it
1: again. Yeah. I mean, I only use protein in my smoothies anyways, and I just haven't been having smoothies. So that's why.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Mine's like in my oats and like I've been only having them like two or three times a week because like I don't like hot oatmeal in the hot weather.
1: Mm, you can do overnight oats that's true I just then the
0: protein's like weird because it's cold I don't know it's just yeah if I do overnight oats I do them. you know me yeah I know I do exactly oh my god all right well somehow we've only done three questions we told you guys we were gonna end up ranting and catching up anyways like geez (laughs) Any tips for makeup for beginners? Not trying to spend a lot of money over here, lol. Ooh,
1: yeah. I mean, I feel that. I feel that for sure because honestly, I found a lot of great makeup products at the drugstore or even just like on the cheaper side. You really don't need a ball out unless you really want to. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm like a makeup guru but if you're really like a beginner then I would just focus on the basics because makeup can get kind of complicated really quickly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which we can go into our routine I don't know if we should just like the step by step of the steps
0: yeah yeah I think we can say like our routine but before we do that I just want to say like I think honestly like going on YouTube or maybe TikTok at this point and just watching tutorials like is going to be your best like that's going to help you really learn I mean that's how I learned how to do makeup was through YouTube and of course techniques are always changing and you'll see it on TikTok and stuff but like Mariah said just kind of keeping it simple and a mistake that I made back in the day because I was just like so excited to like learn makeup and do it and play with it was like I did like buy a lot of the high-end stuff at first and it's like the drugstore stuff can be just as good. So just like start with the drugstore, like especially because you're not trying to spend a lot of money. Like there's a dupe for literally everything Mm -hmm. now. And like they are like good, like people swear by them. So like I would say before you even know what you're doing, do not go waste your money on expensive makeup because you saw it, someone using it on TikTok. Like go get some drugstore stuff, play around, figure out what works for you, what doesn't. And then if you want to go ball out, fine. But I would not ball out before you have any idea what you're doing. Seriously.
1: My best friend is TikTok and Especially when it comes to makeup, but you can obviously just look up dupes or I would suggest looking up a drugstore makeup routine because that will just give you a literal whole ass routine in your hands and it will be so easy because all you have to do is just go to the drugstore and it's not complicated. Exactly. Okay, I guess do you want to start with your routine? I feel like- we to Yeah. Listen. So
0: I'll go, I'll give you like my everyday, like super simple routine. Actually, no, I'll give you my full beat because my full beat is still really simple and I think very easy to follow Yeah, because my everyday is just sunscreen. So I changed my mind. <laughs> um, okay. This is like my, I'm going out makeup. I'll call it. I have an event. I'm leaving the house on the weekend. Yes. So I literally, I'll do my skincare. Skincare also- Spend your money on skincare before makeup because that is the base of your makeup. Your makeup's going to look better, the better your skin looks. So, so invest in that over the makeup. Yep. Okay, so your skin's all prepped with your skincare, whatever. I'm going in with primer. I like a dewy primer. So I'm doing that. And then I always go in with like the a lightweight foundation. I use the Charlotte Tilbury flawless filter, even though I know that's not technically a foundation, but that's what I use it for. Cause I really like something sheer and lightweight. And then I'll go in with my bronzing stick for a little contour, a little bronze. I know they're different, but I kind of combine and then concealer really just under the eyes. I don't really put it anywhere else, but I just like to brighten the under eye a little bit. Again, super light. I'm like such a less is more person because I hate cakey looking makeup. Um, And like I said, if you have good skin and it's dewy, like you're going to have good makeup. So take advantage of that. And then after that, if I need to, I'll set the concealer depending on what I'm doing with a powder, loose powder or pressed powder. You can see whatever works for your skin. And then I'll go in with, blush highlighter combo liquid blush liquid highlighter blend them together beat them out i'm using a beauty blender for literally everything because i just think it looks really natural again if i need to set anything i'll set it i don't really use any powder products right now though because in the summer i'm just such a dewy like super lightweight and then if i'm doing eye makeup i'll throw it on i've really just been doing like a winged eyeliner with eyeshadow and then my mascara and my brows and then a little lippy usually which is Benetton and fucking Vaseline. Nice, nice. Yeah, trying to keep it simple. And then I'll literally just drench myself with fucking setting spray. So <laughs> And
1: keep it dewy. It. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I go with a primer that's dewy as well. I'm literally wanting to give out products, but like that would just be a whole ordeal. I know, I know. I started like accidentally saying names. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and I also love going into like a, a sunscreen on under my primer that is like very sticky and tacky as well again skincare but then I go into my concealer and I put those I think I pretty much just put under my under eyes on top of my forehead right in between my eyebrows kind of and then a little bit near my nose and that's just basically it and then I go into my contour my liquid so always remember liquids before powders especially if you want like a proper routine So I go into my contour even before my foundation because I love the Mary Phillips routine and it just works perfectly for my look that I'm trying to go for, I guess. So I go in with my contour. I don't generally use a foundation often at all. So I go in with a tinted moisturizer because it's just a little bit less coverage and it tends to also have some sunscreen in it, especially if I'm being Mm -hmm. in the sun. But I always put that on with a fluffy brush when I'm doing this routine because it's supposed to be very light coverage. It's supposed to go on top of the concealer that you blend it out. I blend it out, I forgot to say that, with a um, what are those called? Beauty blenders. Beauty blender. <laughs> and I also use a contour brush for my contour. So when I'm putting the tinted moisturizer, I'm using a fluffy brush and it really blends well. And then I use my liquid blush and my highlighter. I mix those two and I just rub them with my fingers on top of my skin. I find that the easier... Yes,
0: the fingers for the blush is literally the best secret because then it'll stay all night. Like, it's so much more pigmented.
1: And it looks like skin. So I highly, highly suggest doing that. And then that's when I go in with a loose powder. I know people go back and forth with press and loose, but I've never been a press girl. So I always use a loose powder on top of my concealer. Or um, under my cheekbones if I'm really trying to get a little snatched look. Then the bronzer, powdered bronzer over the contoured parts of your face. And then a powdered highlighter and blush. That's the easiest way to go from it. And then you just douse yourself in setting spray. And that's the easiest thing for me. And then I go into, again, my eyebrows. I go for a fluffy look and a laminated look at the same time. I could not tell you... A routine for my eyes. I honestly just don't do anything and just put mascara on. Um, maybe some brown eyeliner, but that's if I'm feeling a little spunky. Yep. And yeah, that's that's all I do. That's all she
0: wrote. Yeah. No, yeah. We're both like pretty basic with it. I mean, that's pretty much always going to be the steps, right? Like no matter how extravagant each step is, it's pretty much going to be that simple. Like Mariah said, follow the rule of like liquid before powder. And always use a setting spray, like lock that shit in, you know. And again, just find the products that work for you, but definitely start cheap.
1: Yes, 100%. And you can, again, find that on TikTok or YouTube, whatever you're fancy. Exactly. When you're talking about products. Going to get my nails done next week. What should I get?
0: Oh, I love this because I be wasting so much time on Pinterest before I get my nails done every fucking time. I personally... I feel like I've gotten everything as far as like the type of nail you can get done. And I love the most, I love dip, but you have to go to someone who's good at dip and gets it really thin. But Mm -hmm. that shit will last me over a month. It's amazing. It's great. But personally I'm loving the, like, just like a color. Like I was such a design person and I still love like a French like a colored French a regular French whatever and I do still love a design but I burnt out from design so I'm totally on like the solid color train right now like I had a hot pink and now I have like the blueberry milk vibe like and I think it looks so clean just having like one solid color um but I also know I know you're getting your nails on I know a lot of people are doing like the naked nail which I can't get on board with because I would just look like super butch because I don't have boobs so I need to have like nails (laughs) Like, the amount – I don't wear makeup plus not having boobs. If I'm just walking around without nails, like, I'm not going to be looking like girls. I just did
1: not think that correlated (laughs) in any way.
0: It doesn't. I'm just a freak in my head. Like, I don't know. I mean,
1: whatever. I come up with weird things. I guess. No, but you are a queen of nails, so definitely a question for Sam. And I totally agree with like the whole French look. I just think it's very effortless and clean looking. Yes.
0: I did just see Sam Taylor post, and I've seen it earlier this summer. She posted like white on white French. Like she did like a white base with a white French, but it was like different shades of white. It looked super clean. It was just like a milky look. I'm loving like the milky look. Like I don't know. If I'm gonna do fall nails because I love like the bright milky look right now, like I feel like I'm gonna do like the whites and the bubble baths before I go into the browns. Yeah. Like the browns are gonna be like a November thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I love say that, who knows, I love a
1: brown French tip. Like, <laughs> Me too. Yes,
0: I just like a brown nail does look so yeah. good, but it like I don't know. That means summer's over if I get brown, so I'm waiting at least another two months. Yeah, this- I mean, are you still on the kick of doing your own nails? I
1: have been, but not recently because I'm like when do I get my nails done? Hint, hint, like maybe the ring's coming soon. I don't know. And I don't want to be doing Yeah, then out. wouldn't you want to keep your nails done? Yeah, I just, I need to go. To I love how you're week. like, I might be
0: getting a ring. So I'm going to have them not
1: there. No, I just haven't been doing mine. And I just haven't had got the it. willpower to go in. But I'm definitely going mm, yeah. next week because I think I got like a, I, I just, you know, I got a feeling, you know, so um, mm, yep, we're yep. going next week. And I think I'm just going to do like the classic.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're going for that purpose, you have to go
1: classic. Yeah. I think I'm either going, I saw Sophie Piniella, which you can do this obviously, if you're not going to put a, putting a ring on your finger. So if you're going next week, I loved what Sophie Pinella did a little bit like over a month ago. It was a French tip acrylic gel it had chrome chrome on top and I yes loved i it. love the french
0: chrome it dude that looks super good i mean that looks that's one of my all-time favorite nails but it's like a 70 80 nail. Really? that's why i hate it yeah well i mean it depends on where you go a lot of places charge like 20 for chrome and like 10 for oh, french shitter. on top of the regular price
1: okay but
0: i mean if you think if you have some inkling then and you want that to be your nail then do it but like it's kind of a waste if not I know it's
1: such a fucking waste
0: because <laughs> like what if you're like wait this is the nailer and then you just have to keep re-getting it for <laughs> months and months and
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ this is so annoying but like oh I'm excited but yeah I also just I've never also done the bubble bath and funny bunny shit so I'm also thinking that shit that. is
0: that combo hits that fucking hits too yeah because what you could always do is like I need to know how strong your inkling is, because that's gonna like help me determine what nail you should. Cause now this is like way more serious, guys. Like now she's talking like way deeper than a fucking nail appointment next week. I can't believe we're doing this on the fucking podcast, but you could always like. Because, like, obviously, regardless of when you get engaged, you're going to have a photo shoot. Like, you're going to do an engagement photo shoot. So you could save the chrome French for that when you know, like, it's Ooh, worth the spend. you're
1: thinking, you're thinking. Yeah, I like that.
0: You know? And then until, like, it happens, you could just do neutral nails yes. that would look pretty.
1: Okay, amazing. Like don't go get a fucking hot pink.
0: Like, <laughs> don't be like, I'm, I got Barbie nails. And then, like, all of a sudden something happens. Okay, well, now I'm on the edge of my seat.
1: <laughs> Maybe nothing. We don't know. Oh, my God. Okay, well. Okay, so we need- TBD. TBD, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, we're, we're planning on getting the nails done, you know, in the next few weeks or so <laughs> for that yes, reason. Yes. But I think that's like the only trends lately are, you know, the bubble bass and funny bunnies, which are like the, go
0: I think the blueberry milk, which is really just like Ooh. a blue, a light blue, which I guess it, mine's not necessarily blueberry milk, but it's on the verge. Um, but it's like the Sophia Ritchie nail, you know, everyone's still doing the Hailey Bieber nail too. Like it's just, The elegant, like, elevated chrome or French, like, you know. Yep. And, of course, pink nails for Barbie.
1: Yeah, and I wouldn't go into the fall nails. That's the only thing just yet. Mm -hmm. Um, It's still summer. You can do some color. Yeah,
0: keep it fun. Keep Mm -hmm. it – this is, like, your last – hurrah, like, your last couple of weeks to get a fun summery nail, I would say. Absolutely. After Labor Day, I feel like the summer nails die. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next question. Any new obsessions lately?
1: Oh, okay. Um – I guess I have one big obsession lately and then I also have like another side note. So skincare right now is kind of connected with my cycle. So I guess I'm obsessed with my cycle right now because I'm newly off non-hormonal birth control. But the reason why I say skincare is because when I got off hormonal birth control, I've just been totally transitioning my skincare to be really based on hormonal acne and anti-aging. So I'm getting like A whole new morning routine because I didn't really have a skin morning skincare, and then I'm switching up my. I'm still doing skin cycling, but I'm switching up like, I'm getting a topical retinoid getting sent to me through NERCS, which is like so exciting, and then I'm just like switching up. I'm really into the Korean and Japanese brands for skincare just because. They're fucking phenomenal and they're so cheap. So yeah, I guess that's like what's going on with my obsessions lately. But
0: Wow, I love that. Yeah, I saw you posting about some of the new stuff and then I was like going to text you and ask you but then you were like, yeah, I'm going to do a YouTube video and I'm like, cool, I'll just copy everything she does in the video and buy the products. Like I'm just waiting for that to drop because I know I'm – obviously doing the same thing where I'm like, okay, I really want to be like proactive about hormonal acne and like prevent it instead of like be reactive when it happens. And then you started posting that and I'm like,
1: perfect. That's what I'm going to do. Thank you. (laughs) I guess that's another obsession too. I'm so passionate about YouTube right now. And I think it's because I'm also working for a creator on YouTube and I'm like editing each week. So it's like making me really motivated to record and like put out a YouTube on my end because I also have the time so yeah, that's why I'm also going to be putting up a whole, you know, new skincare video. Yeah, I love that.
0: Yeah, another thing that I started doing for just in general, I was going to do it actually like regardless of birth control or not, but I just kept seeing it all over TikTok. I'm like, okay, I have to try it. But the hyperchlorous acid or whatever spray, like dude, that shit is amazing, amazing before and after the gym. So good. The so what? It kills, it kills bacteria on your skin. What? Hyperchlorous acid. I've not seen that. I don't think. It's – what? The hype. Oh, my God. My whole TikTok feed all summer has been about spraying that shit on your oh. face. It is unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Oh. <laughs> I hardly even have, like, the pores on my nose anymore. Well, oh,
1: that's also a side note, too. I – the you know how I was raving about the L'Oreal Glow Lotion? Mm-hmm. Which I actually don't know which one Poor it is. Hoggy. I have to think it's the L'Oreal Glow Lotion because it literally has all the shit in it. Mm. Yeah, it's my pores are fucking out.
0: Damn. I also don't know if it's like the zinc
1: from the Kosas sunscreen and I'm not properly like cleansing it or it's because I fucking got off hormonal birth control. So I don't know. Yeah,
0: maybe a combo. But yeah, I didn't really notice anything with the Kosas, but of course we could be reacting to it differently. So. Mm And then my other obsession, I mean, I wouldn't even say that hyperchlorous acid is an obsession, but I have been using it a lot. So maybe it is. My other obsession is working in a coffee shop. Me and my friend have just been going to coffee shop like three times a week, like trying a new one. Um, There's a lot of like outdoor spaces to work in that are like shaded, which is so fun because I just love being outside, especially if it's sunny. And especially now that I'm like able to do more creative work and just have a lot more flexibility. It's like so fun to just sit in a coffee shop and like let my brain like work and like kind of people watch and like get ideas. I don't know. It's been such a good environment. And I know like it's not always easy for everyone to go work from a coffee shop. But if you have a remote job and you're able to, I totally urge you. I mean, she's in like data analytics. So we're doing totally different things, but she's able to go and like take some meetings there. And just like she said it helps her so much. And like especially when you're working from home and not seeing people all day, it's really good to like get out and socialize so whether you're doing it alone or with a friend like 10 out of 10 recommend going to try some new coffee shops in your area
1: I love a good coffee sit and do some work so fucking good it's unmatched it's literally unmatched heck yeah okay next question struggling to get back into a routine I need help okay that's
0: I mean kind of general but I think we can give some guidance there um I'll start but basically I think the biggest thing with getting into a routine, and I actually have a lot of clients who come to me for coaching who pretty much have all the other puzzle pieces, but really just struggle with the routine part and like actually showing up and prioritizing this in their routine. But I think the biggest thing is creating habits. The more habits you create, like the more sustainable and actually concrete your routine is going to be. So... I think that, you know, one, reach out for help if you need it. Like there's no harm in asking for help. Like I said, as a coach, a big thing that I do is help people with their routine and help them prioritize this kind of stuff in their life. If you really want to get back into working out and you can't seem to find the time for it, I would say, you know, wake up a little bit earlier, go to bed a little bit earlier, find more time to save yourself so that you have more time to do things like working out. And meal prepping and whatever is gonna help you on this journey. But yeah, I mean, routines are so important. I also think that starting a new um, season, like we're going to be doing in a couple of weeks, unfortunately. Um no, I do love fall, but we're gonna be starting a new season soon, which is such a good. Not that I'm saying you should wait three weeks to start a new routine, but that is such a good reset time, honestly. Um, so I would say enjoy the rest of your summer. Don't really stress right now and kind of just like start thinking about what you're looking for in your routine. and, find efficiencies in your day where you can see how to save yourself some time where you can start maybe working in the gym or a quick home workout, all that kind of stuff. Um, cause you really might just not be using your time wisely right now.
1: Yeah. I think we're the Queens of getting out of routine and then getting back into it, Mm -hmm. especially in the summer. (laughs) Totally.
0: And it keeps it like so much more interesting though, when you are going in and out of it, honestly, you're like changing it up. Like, and yeah, the summer is for having fun. Like have a routine to some degree, like don't just go fully off the Tracks, but don't put that much pressure on yourself.
1: Yeah. I mean, I definitely just got out of a routine when it comes to working out for a whole month. And then you just got to find whatever keeps you showing up when it comes to working out, at least. I don't know if you're talking specifically about that, but like it could also be in a part for like a morning routine or whatever. But just find something that you Mm -hmm. look forward to and that will just like build up the want and the need to stick to that routine. Yeah. That's a
0: really good one. I like that. That's so true. Cause like the more you look forward to it, the more you're going to do it. Yeah. Totally. Awesome. Well, I think that's all we had for questions today. We'll definitely do like a, another fall questions and answers, Q and A, whatever advice. God, I can never think of the word. <laughs> we'll do more advice later on in the fall, but like we said, next time we'll do like a catch up and yeah, we'll go from there. We're looking to have a couple guests on, which we haven't done in so long, but We got the ball rolling there. So we might do guests again. So yeah, lots to look forward
1: to over here. Yes, exciting things. But we'll see you guys next time we chat. All right, bye guys.